Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you love these tales of explosive revenge, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our story of the day is by Gotradoff. Nuclear Ghosting Revenge on Cheating Fiancé The players are myself, fiancé, fiancé's mom, the time frame is 2013 to 2016. It's obviously been several years since the incident, and I literally have never told anyone in my new life about this. Tonight, I have some good wine to drink, and figure I'll let my fingers do the talking. I thought I had met the perfect woman. We met in the last year of college. We met at a party and hit it off instantly. She was a beautiful blonde with sun-kissed skin, and she could have been a model. Think Kate Upton-type figure. She was kind, compassionate, sympathetic, good listener, and had an active life with many friends. She liked my friends, and it was awesome how over the three years we knew each other, how our friend groups merged. Several of our friends began dating each other. It was some of the best times of my life. I was on for a postgrad in finance, and she had a degree in contractual law. This is just to say we ended up being successful in our own rights. But I'm no slouch in the looks department either. 5'11", 190 pounds, and like the gym. I wasn't a super athlete, but let's just say I was built. But I was and am very shy and didn't have a lot of prior relationships prior to meeting her. The first evening we met, we were smitten. First night, we talked all night. Then it went to texting and phone calls daily, then dates weekly, then after a year... When I started working on my new job, she moved in. I loved her family and her family loved me, mostly her mother as her father was standoffish, as he was to everyone. It was a whirlwind of romance. After two and a half blissful years of overseas vacations, hiking trips, and luxury vacations, I proposed to her. She said yes, I was over the moon. She was doing all the planning for the wedding. We were talking about our futures together, buying a house children and family trips that we were going to take together and all such things like that then it happened one evening after we both get home to our apartment she's a little distant i think i noticed it right away as we were always very affectionate towards each other this would only happen about once a week for the first month after proposal then it was more frequent i would have been none the wiser except that i used to listen to a lot of reddit on youtube so i waited and observed these bouts of ignoring me would only last a couple of hours, then she would be right back to normal. But after six months, wedding in a year, she was like this almost every night. Sex was still great, relationships with her parents was still great, but over Thanksgiving at her parents' home in Louisville, but over Thanksgiving at her parents' home in Louisville, Kentucky, we live just north of DC, she was standoffish towards me in front of her mother. Now her mother was a very observant woman, she pulled her daughter aside to talk to her, and I could hear them arguing. After some heated but muffled words, they returned to the rest of the family and carried on like nothing was going on. I figured I could ask her about it later, and did. She wasn't willing to talk about it and asked me to wait till we were home to discuss it. I agreed as I loved her deeply and thought we could work through anything. Her mother was an older version of her. Same stunning looks, 
just a few grays in her long, thick, blonde hair. This is important later. Back home, I asked her about it, and she was unwilling to discuss it. When pressed on it for a week, she finally confessed that a guy at her work was trying to get to know her better. She wanted to be forthcoming, so she showed me her phone, and as I looked through it, I noticed all the texts that would have happened during the time she was withdrawing from me were removed. There was nothing untoward in the texts, but I did go into her phone settings and turned on her locator on her phone as we shared the same phone plan, and I honestly thought it would make me see that she was not doing anything wrong. Was I wrong? That second weekend after Thanksgiving, she had a company Christmas party. I had planned on going but came down with food poisoning and had to back out. She had a girlfriend pick her out from her apartment as they planned on drinking a lot and had a designated driver for the evening. We'd planned on going out all night, so I told her to have a blast and I would see her in the morning. So as I'm puking my guts out and barely able to get off the toilet for more than 30 minutes, I grab my phone and watch her location. First it was the restaurant, then the venue of the company party, then a bar. None of this alarmed me until I saw her phone stop in a downtown hotel. At this point, I was miserable in more ways than three. Projectile vomiting out my butt, mouth, and now, soul. I finally fell asleep due to sheer exhaustion at 2am. At 7am, I awoke and saw she was still at the hotel. At noon, she finally comes home and I'm on the mend. She loves me up and I asked her about the previous night without mentioning anything about knowing her locations. She talks about the restaurant, party, the bar, but then says she wants to her girlfriend's house to crash for the evening. First lie. For the next three months, she has to start working later and later, three to four days a week. As I start asking her about it, she becomes more and more defensive. I talked to her mom one evening when fiancé didn't come home until late. I asked her mom about the Thanksgiving conversation and she admitted to me that she thought her daughter might be stepping out of our relationship because of how she read her body language. She also said that her daughter was being more and more distant with her in their weekly texting conversations. With all this speculation that was going on in my mind, I kept it to myself. Two weeks later at work, I ended up getting a new project at my company that was going to require me to fly to the Midwest Monday through Friday for the next five weeks starting in two weeks. It came with an increase in salary, and as I broke the news to my fiancé, she was delighted for me. I didn't think, though, that she was excited for the same reasons I was, so I went online and ordered four motion-activated spy cameras for my apartment. I put one in my living room and entry area, one in the kitchen, one in our bedroom, and one looking down our hallway. They were very small and connected to the internet via a hidden network, so they couldn't be spotted on the Wi-Fi network. I secured the cams with a password and waited. On my first week out, she had girlfriends over the first two nights and never worked late once. The third night, a guy came over. I was enraged. I'm sitting there in my hotel room screaming at the monitor and calling her every name in the book. Then they went all the way, first on the couch, then in our bed. She bent ways for him that I didn't know were possible. What was the worst was as I'm watching them get it on, I call her to see how her day went. She hears her phone ringing and holds her hand up for him to stop giving her back door and answers the call. I ask why she's breathing heavy and she says she was at the gym working out. As soon as the call's over, she goes right back to doing the dirty. When I got home Friday evening, I ignored her and went right to bed. And early Saturday, got up and went cycling. 
I was so upset that I didn't even realize that I biked over 50 miles from our apartment. The furthest I'd biked before was 30 miles, but that day I went 105.6. Getting back absolutely exhausted, I showered. Then she and I went out that evening and had our fun with our friends and had a lot to drink. Is it breakup sex when the one you're going to break up with is oblivious? I was bursting inside. Heartbreak, anger, rage, feelings of betrayal all swirled around in my heart and mind. She, who used to be so attentive, was oblivious to all this. It hurt so much because I loved her so much. I finally confided in one of our mutual friends and he told me that they all knew about it for months. I was finally told. They all felt sorry for me, but no one again said a darn thing to me, which is why they stopped inviting us out with them. I hadn't noticed it before, but I could look back and see that about three months prior, they gradually invited us, or me, less and less. So I figured I would try and win her back. The next weekend, I planned the entire weekend as a complete weekend of spoiling her in every way. Wined and dined, pampering, massages, rubs, talking to her about future plans and about how much I loved her. I knew I was starting to break through when after her fourth glass of wine, she started to cry and I could tell the guilt was coming up to the surface. I asked her what was wrong, but she would choke up every time she tried to speak. I then told her that if she did something in her past or was having some kind of conflict in her mind that she needed to speak to me about, that I was more than willing to talk with her about it, and if forgiveness was needed, then I was more than willing to forgive and move on. The only words that came out of her mouth was how much she loved me. It actually hurt to hear that from her, as I now had four separate videos of her and the other guy in our apartment getting it on. Over the next eight weeks of traveling to the Midwest, the trips lasted for what would be 10 weeks, I recorded over 41 hours of her hooking up with what I found out was her co-worker. She never worked late once while I was gone. I tried every weekend to be extra attentive and each week she got more and more distant. After watching this for 8 weeks, I was done, so I devised a 12-step getaway plan. 1. Gather evidence. 2. Get her out of the way in order to execute my plan. I scheduled a two-week exclusive getaway trip for us at an all-inclusive resort in Barbados. She was ecstatic. Then a week before the trip, I claimed I had to back out and told her to take a friend. I knew it was over when she showed no disappointment that I couldn't go. She scheduled co-worker to go with her. 3. Terminate our apartment lease. It would expire three days into her trip, and I was the sole signature on the lease. 4. Find a job in another town. The company I'd been assisting in the Midwest had offered me a job with a slight increase in salary. 5. Find a new place to live. I got an apartment in the above said location. When she's gone, perform the following. 1. Take her to the airport. Go back home. Pack all of her things the same day. Saturday. 2. Get a new phone number, phone and email. Cancel all social media on Monday. 3. Separate us completely in regard to finances, withdrew all monies from our joint accounts, and then closed them. I put all her money in an envelope and packed it in her things, Monday. 4. Have the movers pack all my things up and ship it west, Monday. 5. Take all their things to her mother's house 600 miles away. All my fiancé's belongings fit into the back and bed of my F-250 crew cab, Tuesday through Saturday. 6. Give her mother the evidence. 7. Start my new life. I didn't want to do anything that was illegal, so I made sure that nothing of hers was missing. 
It was so hard to pack all her stuff up nicely and neatly away. I never cried so hard in my life. I've read so many times on Reddit about significant others saying they'd never do it again when caught, but they didn't stop. My hope was that she would genuinely confess so we could forgive and move on. She never did. Twice, she came really close, but her secret was too hard for her to reveal. Tuesday morning, I left our apartment north of DC for the last time. It took 10 hours to get to her mom's house. What happened when I got there? I was not prepared for. I arrived at her mom's house around 8 in the evening. I figured she would be surprised to see me since I was coming down unannounced. Since they lived in a gated community, I had to buzz her house from the front gate, so she was waiting for me outside when I drove up. I could tell that she'd been crying when I walked up to see her. I asked her what was wrong, and she hugged me bawling that she thought her husband was cheating on her with a much younger, skinnier, and prettier woman. Dumbfounded, I just told her for what was probably 10 minutes. She soaked my right shoulder with her tears and snot. When she finally composed herself, I asked if we could go in and talk. We went in, and I asked where her husband was, and she indicated that he was going fishing with his buddies at a remote cabin an hour away. Then she said, he hates fishing. She gave me all the indications that she'd picked up on, and apparently it had been going on for about a year. So, doing a little bit of research, we found a credit card hold charge for a five-star hotel that was only 20 minutes away. One call later confirmed her husband was in fact there for a four-night stay, cheating with his mistress. Two peas in a pod, I said. What? She responded. Two peas in a pod, I said again. Your husband's cheating on you, and your daughter is cheating on me. That's why I came here to drop her stuff on and move on to so-and-so. I showed her the evidence in a binder on screen captures I'd made. After looking at the first three or four pages, she looked at me dumbfounded. We both hugged and cried for a good 30 minutes. At that point, she said stop crying and looked at me and said, Well, tonight there's nothing we can do about it except for you and I to knock out these bottles of Moscato and hook up in every room of the house. She grabbed two wine glasses and a bottle of Moscato wine and walked out to their private pool deck saying, Are you coming out here, or are you going to get freaking revenge? Now I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to get blue balls, but that night, and for the next three days, we hooked up non-stop, everywhere she could offer, in or on 25 plus times in that period. After those days were over, we passionately said goodbye, and I drove to my new destination. She kept me informed as to everything that happened when now ex-fiancé got back. The day fiancé got back was epic. I cancelled my phone the morning of the day she got back. So when the plane landed and she called for a ride, it indicated the phone was disconnected. She apparently had her lover take her home. He dropped her off and left. When she came to the door, a strange couple, new tenants, answered the door and she freaked out. I can't tell you how many times she tried to call me again because the number was no longer valid. She went to her girlfriend's to stay for a time as co-worker was already married. When she called her mom in a panic, her mom told her that I had come down and dropped off all her things and mentioned that all her monies were down there as well, 600 miles away. Her mom didn't tell her that she'd hooked up with me more than three days than fiancé and I had in the last six months, but she did tell her that she knew that she was cheating on me and I said I'd found a nice new job, a place to stay, and a new career far away from her and all the friends we had and that her mother was separating from her father due to infidelity. Apparently she cried for days and took a week off work. 
but alas, she found comfort in the arms of her married lover. Her mom never let her know where I was at. I completely cut off that part of my life. The only link I had to that old life was fiancé's mom, and she kept our secret to this day. Fiancé was ghosted the mosted. I mean, if there was ever a time to get a double revenge, I suppose that's it. I will say this thing is definitely nuclear. If you were given the exact opportunity OP was here, would you just drop her stuff off and leave to never return? Or with the chance of getting that harsh level of revenge with their own parents be too much of a life story to pass up on? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. But with that said, that's all the time we have for today. If you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.